0: hello everyone welcome back to a plot of confusion I am your host Derek and tonight we are going to be dealing with a very interesting subject matter that I am very much into sharing and the reason why is that you know what there's always new archaeology and new things that are being found and what just got found in Israel is something for me is a game-changer and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to look at the implications of this find, and what does this mean for the future of Israel? I mean, a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of people that sit and are waiting on pins and needles about the third temple, but we'll get into that in just a bit. Let's tell you what I found, what they found in Israel—a 2,000-year-old ledger. Found in the city of David Okay, you're like, wait a sec. How's that important? How's that gonna be life-changing? How's that gonna be? You know Showing events or end time events Because in this ledger found in the city of David points To the second second temple it, it, it points out the legitimacy of the second temple. Discovered near uh, Pribble's path, inscribed chalkstone slab appears as a marker, accounting, and record as to the physical evidence of an ancient Jewish shuk in the lower city. The broken uh chunkstone describes the seven rows of the mandate text sheds new light on who could read and write two thousand years ago in ancient Jerusalem discovered in this area in the city of David. The record goes on to say gives them a, a you know a glimpse of of ancient Jerusalem and everyday daily life there, and what it was to have the temple. The interesting thing is, is that this would be the same temple that Jesus would have walked in and turned the money changers over. Matter of fact, today um, my wife and I watched a movie called Jesus of Nazareth six-hour movie, but we watched it, and I enjoyed sitting and seeing the story unfold before us, and it just made me sit here and think, why should I talk about this in my podcast tonight? Why should I sit there and even look at this and say that this is even relevant? It goes into the whole plot of confusion that our world is in right now, and here's the reason why. With this ledger showing legitimacy that the second temple actually existed then that gives credence to a group of Jewish rabbis that believe that the Dome of the Rock is where the third temple needs to be built and that that's where the second temple originally was and there is a petition a, a move to have a third temple built I kid you not what does it mean by the third temple that I'm referring to the third temple is uh, of reference it means a rebuilt temple in Jerusalem it would succeed Solomon's temple and a second temple; the former having been destroyed during the Babylonian siege in Jerusalem, in 587 B.C.E., and the 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 latter being destroyed during uh, the Roman siege in Jerusalem in 70 C.E., which goes along with the prophecy of Daniel that says that when the Messiah comes, and he is not, that the daily sacrifices would end. And the daily sacrifices ended in one generation, close to a Jubilee, 70 years after Jesus had said this is what would happen. During that, although it remains unbuilt, this notion, this desire of a third temple. Is a very sacred, very holy, very has to be for Judaism, Orthodox Judaism in particular, uh, as most sacrifices uh, place of worship of the Jews. The Hebrew Bible holds a Jewish prophet's called for its construction to be fulfilled prior um to the uh, to meet the messianic age and you have to understand is that when jesus came after he came and was crucified they no longer had sacrifices happening in the temple that ended and that was one of the part of the prophecies of david i mean excuse me of daniel and daniel's prophecies in the 70 weeks and then on top of that You take a look at the whole thing with with Jesus being the Messiah. um, He was telling people that God was no longer dwelling in this house, this building. He wanted to dwell within us. And that was a foreign concept for the Sadducees and the Pharisees of the time. And they were understanding that Jesus... Was the embodiment of Isaiah fifty three that he was essentially showing us all of who he was, and with him the sacrifices in it. But the Jewish people, the rabbis, the ones that don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, they don't believe the Messiah has even made an appearance yet. Uh, they believe that if they can bullhorn this. Third temple in that it or shoehorn this temple in that it will bring about the Messiah and that the Messiah will come. And where we look at the Messiah as being, um, which is interesting, there was something like when I was watching a thing about Jesus this today, you know. You have this, this this group in the Christian faith that sits there and says that Jesus is nothing but love. All about love. Doesn't judge anybody. Doesn't, you know, he, he, he accept anybody. And we're living in a world today where we have, you know, people that dress up as women, drag queens, that are going and teaching in a church, a holy site. You don't only have that but you also have people with a questionable lifestyle that contradicts the lifestyle that is approved for a deacon, a bishop, a, a, a um, preacher that that you have this 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 set of things that you're supposed to live by. And it's like now everybody thinks that Jesus is love so they kind of cr- crumbled that all together and they threw it out the door and as I was watching the movie the day the one thing that, that stuck out to me is that yes Jesus did go to what the Sadducees and Pharisees called the sinners he went to the harlot's table he went to the tax collector he went with the fornicators he sat down he talked with them like he would even today. But when they came to him, here's the thing. Jesus wasn't sitting there in judgment of those people. He sat with them. He talked with them. He you know, communed with them. He didn't put himself above them that they had to jump through hoops to get his attention. But when they were ready to come to him. So he came to them. But when they were ready to come to him. And follow him. The one thing that these Christians today forget. Is that Jesus said. Sin no more. Sin no more. And so this idea. That. A man the Son of God could forgive sins was absolutely crazy to the Sadducees and the Pharisees so much so it was considered heresy and to them it was ordained to be terminated crucified killed because it was blasphemy because he made himself equal with God Jesus one of the things that happened to him that was one of the things the sadducees and the pharisees were able to um, get was Jesus said This temple be torn down in three days and in three days would be Resurrected would be brought back up now. They were thinking that he was speaking literally that the, the second temple would be destroyed and would be, he would restore it in three days. But he was referring to himself. You can even see it in the reading of the text that you really see that Jesus is referring to himself and the time of Jonah in the, 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 the belly of the fish, and Jesus would be in the belly of the earth, death, and then be resurrected and is our Messiah today. So, and then he said that uh, he did come and say, though, that the temple would be destroyed and that not one stone would be left unturned. So this has become this, this mindset that as soon as Israel became a nation, a lot of the religious side of Israel has wanted to have a third temple built. And they have been dogmatic about it. They have gone after it in every shape, form, or fashion to be able to get this third temple built. And there's always, with the UN and other things, has always kind of held it back. Plus, the Palestinians and the uh, uprising you would have uh, with Iran, Iraq, even uh, Turkey, all Muslim countries would be up in arms. So the question has always been, is the Dome of the Rock really on the Temple Mount? So you now have this text, uh, and they've also disputed for, for hundreds of years that there was no such thing as a temple, a Jewish temple, um, where the Dome of the Rock is. And in doing so, they have denied any legitimacy So you now have a text that's just been found just recently that's over 2,000 years old that is saying that, yes, there was a temple. And here's where it was. So now you have where the the Jewish people now feel vindicated. They feel as if this is giving them... um, legitimacy of uh, saying yes there was a temple we should be allowed to build this temple and we should be allowed to have this temple right now and this is something that has been pushed now however the notion of a third temple has been uh contested by the muslims due to extensive dome of the rock which i was talking about the building uh and what would happen some of the temple uh tensions between jews and muslims over the temple mount have carried over politically as one of the majority flash uh, flashpoints of Israel-Palestinian conflict, and now that this has been a um, a census, so to speak, and it says where the temple was, that the temple existed. Now this gives the Israelites, the Jews, the uh, The claim to go now say to the UN and say look see it is Proven That the temple was here You must allow us to build a third temple That's what I see coming and I see that coming really 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 quickly now. You've had Several attempts of the temple to be built the structure of the second temple uh, 70 AD religious Jews had express their desire to see the building of a third temple on the Temple Mount. Prayer for this is a formal part of the Jewish traditions of uh, thrice-daily Aminda prayer. Although it remains unbuilt, the notion of and the desire for a third temple is sacred so a lot of people don't realize it's very sacred to Judaism and Orthodox Judaism, and in so it needs they they say it has to be needs to be soon to be built in place of worship. Uh, you do have the the bar uh, kebab re- revolt, which um, was another time in uh, Roman in 132 CE was the construction of a new temple continued the failure of the resolve uh, led to the writing and the religious leaders believed the next attempt to build the temple might be centuries away so there's been many many times that the Jewish people since the temple was destroyed in 70 uh, CE that they have been trying to build this third temple and that they have done everything they can uh, through the ages. I mean, I could go even further. Look it up. Matter of fact, go to your Wikipedia and just put in Third Temple and it's got a whole bunch of stuff that you can look at and, and read and see how important this is to the Jewish people. Now, why do I think this is part of a plot of confusion? Well, here's the reason why. Is that if the third temple, if you have the third temple being built, and right now you could even sign up for the third temple, put your name, donate money, whatever you want to do to the project. There's a website that's out there right now called thethirdtemple.org, and I mean you go there and you can see that how far they are willing to go to get this, and that they right now have already. 446,850 members just on this website alone that is demanding for the third temple to be built and the importance of it the thing is the reason why I put this as part of the plot of confusion is two reasons if Jesus Christ is the Messiah is the true Messiah And all prophecies have been fulfilled through him. And even Daniel's prophecies that the sacrifice would end after the the Messiah would be revealed on earth. The sacrifice would uh, end and you wouldn't need a daily sacrifice anymore. Because the Messiah would be the sacrifice for all mankind. And if Jesus is the Messiah, and you have all this, then why is it that the the Jewish people don't see it? It's simple. It's simple. And this is something I didn't even know. Unless you're really into um, the faith, and you want to go into schooling, a lot of people don't read the Torah. A lot of people don't read the scriptures. A lot of people will have certain scriptures read out during certain feast times or certain times in the synagogue, but it's as bad as the things that's happening in Christianity right now where no one is reading the book we all say we believe in, that we all are following, and that we all say is important but yet our, the, the people of the faith aren't reading the book and I think if they were reading the book they would see that even with the Dead Sea Scrolls that the you know um, passage that they c- claimed for a long time that um, that the first century Christians put it in to existence which was Isaiah um 53 and this has always sp- uh, sparked uh, controversy the I- Isaiah 53 uh, was put in there by Christians and when the Dead Sea Scrolls came out Isaiah was the fully intact book which was amazing in-, in itself and it matched up perfectly with the one that we have today and guess what was in it Isaiah 53 the description of the messiah but the rabbis have taken that out and said that that is non-canon and instead people doing research and looking into it and going wait a second uh we have evidence that this thing is that, that this was in there and it's in a text as as old as this text that we have just found today that says that you have a you have legitimacy of saying that a third temple should be built because there was a second temple, because this this th- this chalk has it written in it and it's over two thousand years old. So you've got the same being said about Jesus, and so this is where it comes in where you can you, you cherry pick what you want, and in the plot of confusion that is around our world today, that is what's happening with organized religion. Everyone is picking and choosing what they choose to want to believe and obey or what they think you should do by following what they have picked and cherry picked out of these ancient texts to fit a narrative that if you really look at it and was re- and read the book for yourself, you realize that that it is nothing that God has asked us to do to people that follow the Bible and believe it is the inherent word of God you have the argument that if you have this third temple being built then you're now going to bring in the abomination of desolation which you'll be bringing in the antichrist and I have to be honest with you I believe that uh, revelation is as fluid um book I believe that a lot of the things that's been talked about in it has been fulfilled and are still being fulfilled. it's like it's water and it goes through its different stages you know h2o through its different stages as a solid when it's frozen liquid when it's you know the water form or a gas such as air. But it's still the same substance, and it's forever changing. And I feel that the scriptures, are, you know, we are now starting to get a little bit of a handle on understanding uh, the scriptures. But at the same time, we get wrapped up in our men-made traditions, and that's where the confusion comes in. When you believe that killing an animal is uh, the atonement of your sin you've missed what the scriptures have always talked about it the animal was never really a thing to atone for your sin it was supposed to be your heart that changed which brought about that atonement for your sin that you repented of your sin that you sinned no more that's where people got it wrong you are to show love and you're not to sit there and judge But you're to whenever you go to the people, you meet them in their at their need. You don't go yelling at them and calling them a sinner and throwing things at them and yelling at them and screaming at them and yelling saying, Hey, you're gonna go to hell. You're supposed to go there and meet them at their need. It's this one on one interaction that Jesus is very much wanting us to do but we have literally just thrown us all away And, and we do the opposite then when they come and they want to know Jesus and they come to Jesus and they accept him then is when we're supposed to teach them to sin no more and it doesn't have to be a building that you go to But i got to tell you, I'm very close to believing that the more that's happening and the more that's coming out, the more that they're finding about the temple and the Temple Mount. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see within the next several years them telling the UN the world we're breaking ground and for me I'm just going to say this and this is what's important and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto death therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea for the devil has come down unto you having great wrath because he knoweth that he has but a short time and when that dragon saw that he was cast into the earth he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man child so understand he knows his time is short and he is the orchestrator behind the plot of confusion because he wants us to be fighting one another he doesn't want us to love one another find peace with one another to breed and follow he wants us to showboat and act as if we're holy and act as if we're more holier than thou. Where Jesus says, Come as you are. Guys, the confusion that's going to come from this is going to be like no other. And I wonder if it will be the final nail in the coffin. For the world to say enough is enough with these zealots, these religious people. And I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happens, if they wouldn't try and make it where religion would either be boycotted or strongly monitored As always, please pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies around the corner. God bless. Let me know what you thought about this podcast. And if you would like to be a guest or have a thought, please answer the questions I have and the surveys at the very end of this. Thank you so much for giving me the time uh, allotted here. And as always, take care. God bless.